Does his skin too? It looks like it's that same color. Uh, overall, he doesn't glow that well. Uh, yeah. I think Funko's glow in the dark stuff isn't amazing because I got the <coughs> um, low pan from uh, from uh, Big Trouble in Little China, the bad guy. Oh, okay. And I have the glow in the dark version, and I think he like sort of half glue in the dark. <laughs> Glue in the dark. The best glue in the dark toy that I bought in years were the um, the build uh, Ghostbuster sign from those. Yeah, the ghost on that really glue. It still does. (laughs) Uh, The past tense of clue is not clue. It is today. Uh, I can't laugh because I have no voice. (laughs) Just makes me cough. So welcome to another episode of Trudor This week we have Kevin. Hello. And we have Ryan. Hi. And we kind of have Jen. Hello. I'm sick. Oh. <laughs> um, we went to Chicago and Jen had uh was, was not. <laughs> and all she came back with was a cold. She was, left with the cold to be and fair, still I was here. Sick before that. <laughs> so sorry for the coughing. So she's gonna <laughs> She's going to chime in when possible, but you may not actually hear her talk a lot. We'll see. But uh, we're going to go through the news. Uh, we'll talk about our trip a little bit and how we accidentally ended up on another person's podcast. And uh, and brought home toys. And brought home toys and a bunch of other nerdy stuff that we, we went into because uh, I visited a comic shop in the area and a couple other things, so... Oh, nice. You didn't tell me about that. Yeah. Well, sick. we'll get into sick. why I didn't really talk about it. Oh. <laughs> All right. So let's start off with the news. Ryan, the news. what you got? Okay. So uh, just like Friday, so just like the other day, uh, Sony tweeted out an announcement. We have an official date until for the sequel for Into the Spider-Verse. Yay! 2021. 2022. Oh, 22? That's yeah. a lot of twos. That's a lot of twos. Lot of twos. Now, they, I think the first one they said it took like two years to make, so that's probably why. Yeah. Uh, well, animation isn't... Even the quickest animation isn't quick anymore. No. And they, they didn't cheap out on the animation on that movie. Yeah. So. Mm. But yeah, it's supposed to be uh, the April 8th, 2022. Uh, there were some images flashing... In the, I guess the little image or something like a GIF, or I didn't see it. I only saw one of the stills uh, where the image behind Miles sure does make it look like they're teasing your favorite alternate reality Spider Man. The Japanese one? The Japanese one with the robots. Awesome. 
So who knows what we're going to get. So it's something yeah. to look forward to in two years. I'm curious if it if it goes off of that end credit scene with Spider-Man 2099 or not. Yeah, too. that'd be cool. Like, because it, it looked like it was, and then they turned that into a joke at the end of it, right? Like, so it, 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 I'm curious. Yeah. But Well, then we also get the part in, at the end of the very end where Gwen's like, hey, Miles, what you doing? Mm. And, you know, Pop pulls him back through the, into the multiverse. So, yep, should be good. I yeah. enjoyed that movie a lot. It, it was one of our favorites Man, so the year too. that came out, like all of us. So. Yep. Okay, so in Star Wars news, uh, the showrunners from uh, Game of Thrones, uh, Benioff and Weiss, mm-hmm. have backed off of their Star Wars movies. Uh, oh. they're, they're walking away to concentrate on their Netflix deal. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they, they just signed one during the summer. That's yes, a uh, lot of money. Yeah, multi-million dollar deal for them to produce stuff, come up with ideas for shows and movies and all that. Um, also talk is that they were uh, afraid of uh, the toxic fandom. Well, I can't blame them. Can't blame them. They sort of did it to themselves, too. Did you hear about the panel they did at, um, I think it was... The Austin Television Festival? No. Where they got up and just sort of laid it. Basically, they said, yeah, we didn't know what we were doing with Game of Thrones. So, um, yeah, if, if you can pretty much blame us for whatever you don't like. So... No, really? They said that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They said, basically, we were we were dumb kids who didn't have really have enough um, enough experience to run a show like Game of Thrones. So when we ran out of story from the book, we just sort of made up stuff and uh yeah that's yeah. not something you're supposed to say no no and needless <laughs> to say fan reaction was not good no yeah. because that was one of the big complaints is that they were saying that they were making just made because they were yeah they didn't since they didn't have a so book to go it by it wasn't long after that happened that their star wars deal fell through i'm like hmm it's all connected yeah I was, i've read there there's some un unknown sources that have also stated that like basically is kathleen kennedy is the gatekeeper and she is finding that that her kind of opinion now this is all alleged don't sue um that like because a lot of the problems they've had were bringing in these brand new filmmakers and it's basically like these guys come in with ego and are like oh we're we're going to do it our way ma 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 and that's not how this Star Wars machine is going to work. Mm-hmm. No, it sounds like they're uh, yeah they have an idea of what they want the Star Wars movies to be, and the directors are given some leeway, but not as much as some of these people mm. think well, that's good they if want. You want to have like a cohesive universe. Well, you yeah. want to to have a little bit tighter leash. You need a Kevin Feige. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if Kathleen Kennedy is a Kevin Feige. I don't know that, not only that, um, quite frankly, she's older. Mm. It, it, it would be, I think it would be in their best interest to sort of figure out a succession plan now. Because she's probably, like, you can be an executive producer and a head of a film company well in, into your age. But it wouldn't be a bad idea to get a Feige from, like, their story group the, that they have. And you can, for those that are saying that... Might be thinking like, oh, get rid of the woman. No, no, that's not it at all. In fact, most a good chunk or half of the story group, if not more, are women on mm-hmm. on it. And it's like, bring one of them on. Mm-hmm. Just to, to, like, maybe not as permanent as Feige. Like, like, give them a shot. Have them oversee, like, for a while. See if it's going. Mm-hmm. If it goes well, keep them on, right? Yeah. No, well. Uh, the, we the, should the, see. Yeah, that means... Most of the Star Wars we're going to get is going to be TV. 
yeah, for, for the after this next movie, right? Because well, that all Ryan, the other movies plans have fallen apart. Yeah, because didn't uh, what was the latest on the Ryan Johnson? Didn't that they're still apart? working on? And it. he does it hasn't fallen apart, but he doesn't know where it stands yet either. That's what I yeah. thought. Okay, is he's he's still working on it, but he's got Knives Out comes out this month. Yeah, and after that, he'll like I. It sounds like that's his next project. Mm-hmm. But even then, that means it's only in like pre-production or pre-pre-production, right? Because might not so even have a story. Yet, even so. if it goes well, that's not for another two to four years. Yeah. So, like you said, the future of Star Wars is on TV. Yeah. With the Mandalorian and then the Obi Wan Cassian Andor, and yeah, the one everybody's forgetting about. Yeah. See, and that kind of bugs me that the future's on TV because I like the movies. I don't feel like I have a lot of time to just sit and watch TV anymore. Yeah. <coughs> I don't know. I'm looking forward to to The Mandalorian and seeing... I saw... Um, By the next time we record, we should be able to watch The Mandalorian. Well, maybe? Maybe. November 12th is the date of... Uh, of oh, the, yeah, but we Disney don't know Plus how we're launch. getting it yet. No, there's, <laughs> they're true. being very, very quiet about the rollout in Canada. So we were. At, I keep checking Twitter, mm-hmm. and they keep saying, "Oh, it's coming just November 12th it's supposed in Canada." To be day and date, uh, but there's but you can't sign up for it no yet. Pre pre orders. Go to the website. It just as a countdown clock. Yep, you can't download an app yet. There's nothing. I meant to look on my my Xbox to see if there's an app in waiting for it yet, but mm-hmm. mm, I, I haven't. But yeah, because we had friends. We were over at dinner at friends of ours, and they're big Disney people, and they they asked us because they've done they've done research and like, well, how do we get it? And I'm like, Argh. they haven't said. And like, isn't it in like two weeks? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> It's really, really strange. Yeah, it's like, Eight days, 16 hours, 37 minutes, and 29 seconds uh, from, from the recording. time we're recording. Yeah. And now you can do the math backwards to find out what time it is when we're recording. Yeah, I saw Ewan McGregor on uh, a clip from Kimmel yeah. where he's talking about how he's had to keep this a secret for four years. Well, apparently... And- this the, that Obi Wan series was going to be a movie. Yeah, and then it got transmuted into yeah. this TV series when kind of when Solo was falling apart by the sounds of things. But uh, yeah, um, I, I'm excited for the Mandalorian. So uh, the latest trailer made it look good. Yeah, um, it looks like that's, it's going to be pretty that's later on in my news. So we you know that that we had the new trailer for the Mandalorian. Oh, sorry, it's okay. It looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. Next. Uh, next, okay, so we got a CW Arrowverse announcement, which I guess we'll have to start calling it something else soon. Since the yeah, because be it's not going to be the Arrow's not going to be around well, soon. It, the main Arrow show is going to be, but I guess there's going to be a follow up CW verse. Yeah, well, just the CW verse. Yeah, the DC CW verse. That's a lot of initials. Yeah. Um. So there's going to be a follow up show with called uh, Green Arrow and the Canaries. Um, and so, in one of the latest episodes, if you're not up to date of Green Arrow, the they've been doing a lot of that future forward instead of the flashbacks to the island. They've been showing this kind of alternate future or this possible future. And you see his daughter and son and a few other people's kids in there, you know, fighting a good fight. And you see some of the characters as they're older. But at the end of the last episode, there was like this big white flash and next thing you know, they're all, st- you know, the current Green Arrow and his crew that he hasn't been working with this season. And then the, his two kids and their crew were all standing in the Arrow bunker 
in the Ooh. main timeline. So it's like, will that future not exist now? And that's why they're here, kind of like, is it part of the Monitor's plan? When's Crisis Air? Uh, December 10th. Yeah. So. Around, around December 10th. I remember that because that's, that's the day on the newspaper that Barry Allen dies. Oh, oh they're even airing it on that day, eh? And it's my brother's birthday. <laughs> so that's the only reason I can remember it. Uh, so yeah, okay. So and then as well, the other announcement that was more interesting. So rolling out of this crossover and the other little bits, they've announced that they're doing a pilot for a Superman and Lois series. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's starting it's Supergirl's Superman. Yeah, right? Superman's and the Lois that's on there with them. That was on. She was the wife on Grimm. Okay, for people that ever watched that, which was me, I watched it. I think Ange did too. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it's possible that we may get a bit of a time jump in there or somewhere at some point, because last time we saw them, Lois was pregnant and they were leaving for Argo up in space so that she could, you know, have a baby instead of being on earth with a super baby. Mm. Cause and go back to the Kevin Smith theory of how can Lois Lane have, have Superman's baby. Oh, that predates Kevin Smith. Yeah. It's actually a Larry uh, Niven Larry wrote Niven. a whole essay yeah. on it. Oh, Man of see. Steel, Woman of Woman Kleenex. Kleenex. <laughs> but uh so apparently part of the series is gonna be the you know, the whole them being parents and stuff. <laughs> so which they've done that with in the comic they've had they have a a child they have a Jonathan. Yeah. And then they did an age jump with him just by sending him off to on adventures with his possible grandfather in space and then he yep. came back and there and then he was older, so who knows? Comics, TV. Yeah, well, it has to get past pilot stage. Yeah. I think it will. They have good on-screen chemistry. The characters, everybody has been wanting a Superman series. <clears> so, Do we need a Superman series with a Supergirl series? <laughs> yes. More super, the better. <coughs> okay. And who knows how... Know. You have to make them different, though. Well, like, yeah. uh, that's the thing, is you definitely well, have that's to... that's why lose. you have the whole parenting thing. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. What I, was I, was, I heard that the... The Superman and Lois show is going to be mostly focused on them as a family. Well, yeah, that's what I was talking yeah. about the whole John having a kid, and but uh, it will be interesting too to see because it'll be post crisis. What does the landscape look like post crisis? Yeah, are they all on one Earth, or do we still have a multiverse? Yeah. Oh, back into the uh, streaming, the streaming wars that are going to be going in full swing soon. Um, Marvel's Falcon and Winter Soldier has started filming. Oh, good. There's been some set. So that's actually going to happen. That's good. It's filming right now. Excellent. Uh, Oh, Jen, did you know that uh, season four of She-Ra comes out Tuesday? Yeah, we're going to watch it next weekend. (laughs) I actually have Remembrance Day off, so it's a long weekend for me. Oh, nice. nice. So I'm going to be binge watching She-Ra. Nice. Hopefully no longer coughing. Hopefully. (laughs) I still need to watch that. Yeah, oh you'd God, like it. It's, it's really good. There's all those shows that I put off and put off, and once I started finally watching it, it was, yeah. yeah. Hey, if you come over, I'll binge watch the entire show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because, well, the, the last two seasons aren't long. No, yeah, they're... They're, they're, been, they, they're technically kind of one season. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, you can pretty much go through the whole thing in a day without much effort. Anybody read the book series The Witcher? Anybody no, play the video I, game? I've the played one of the video games. Okay. I I didn't get into it too too much. Sounds like the video game story and the book stories they though are very differ. different different from the other stuff I've heard about the author not liking the games. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole different story. But okay, yep. so there is a new Netflix series 
mm-hmm. based on the books. Mm-hmm. And we got a trailer for it this week. Starring Henry Cavill. Yeah, that's the reason I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. <coughs> and uh, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty interesting. Okay. I think it's going to be fun. He doesn't look as great with long hair, but yeah. I'll watch it anyway. <laughs> At one point, he has white eyes, too. Yeah. Uh, and that actually, uh, so we got a release date of December 20th of that for that show. Because yeah. a lot of people have yeah. been waiting on that one. Yeah. And then the showrunners, uh, so we were wondering if it was going to be one season, two seasons. Apparently, they've got ideas for and plans for seven seasons. Yeah, well, there's multiple books. Well, yeah. So, like, it's a, it's a, I want to say it's, it's like not Russian. Like, it's actually like out of Slovakia or something like that. Originally. Somewhere like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, a, it's, it's something you don't usually think of when you think of. Yeah, I think it's, the author is somewhere from like yeah, Eastern but, Europe. There, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's part of like there was kind of a wave of that for a little while because there's that and there's the oh, what's it called? It, it basically got turned into the Metro series of video games where it's Russia in a post-apocalyptic. Yep. It's Polish. And oh, okay. Thank and, you, Wikipedia. And then everybody lives in like the subway tunnels and stuff like that. Okay, it, it, it's apparently based off of a series of books too. Oh. but it's like all, like a whole whack of that stuff sort of kind of got found by the West all at the same time. Well, I think it, well they both kind of started coming out as video games too. Yeah, which because you know probably the rights were cheap. Yeah, there's eight books and it started in 1993. Yeah, last book was 2013. Next. Okay, so we got all kinds of HBO Max news. Yeah. So we got a launch date of May 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've announced a deal with Bell Media. Yes. Yeah, so there will not Canada. be HBO Max in Canada. No, it'll be on C- uh, the the stuff that's going to be HBO Max, like exclusive stuff, will be available through either CTV or on Crave. Crave. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get some things where it'll be like some things will be like they'll show up on Space. And Possibly. Then, well, like, kind of like what it is now. Like we got the yep. uh, you know, Titans and or like, uh, not Titans. Sorry, we had uh, Doom Patrol show up on space. Her showcase. Oh yeah, no, Doom Patrol was on space. Yeah, okay. And then Supergirl was on showcase. Yeah, yeah. It's all over the place it, up here. I'm betting whatever they feel is the big money maker out of it. That's what ends up on Crave. Like, oh the, yeah, to well, sell like, the service. The main right? HBO stuff will still be up on. Will probably only be on Crave. Yeah. like it's been now. I wonder if Crave's gonna like Crave has a two tier model right now. There's Crave and then there's Crave plus HBO and Stars or something, which is yeah. super expensive. Well, like, if you don't have cable, it's HBO not. Max is going to be not that cheap either yeah. in the states. So. So that stuff will probably be on that tier then. I yeah. imagine it's, it's kind of just a continuation of the a continuation of their established partnership. Yeah, I don't know if I want to subscribe to another streaming service, especially since Disney Plus is coming along. Yeah. So some of the that's also going to have they've announced all the DC live action movies are going to be on 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 HBO Max. They got the streaming rights for Rick and Morty. Yeah, it also makes sense because Cartoon Network is a uh, Warner Brothers own pro- mm-hmm. and apparently signed a big deal to get the streaming rights for uh, South Park. So that's a lot of content. Yeah, I did hear that. that. Uh, Comedy Central, yeah, okay. But for some reason, I always think of South Park as a Fox property, but it's not. No. Uh, and then, so the other big new show announcements that came out this week from them <laughs> was a live action Adam Strange series. Which I kind of remember hearing about they were they were looking into. Yeah. So. Which you may have... Because Adam Strange was one of the main 
characters or part of the story beats of that Krypton show. Mm. Instead of, uh, they used his Zeta Beam technology to travel to the past to try to make sure that Superman would be born. And I, I'm assuming this is going to be from scratch, though. It's not going oh, to include that, include that, that at strange all. whatsoever. No, it'll probably just be, the, from the sounds of what I've read, um, his, you know, he'll make the Zeta Beam end up on Ron, or Ran. Yeah. Ran. And the whole, uh, his adventures like that, like he'll probably be stuck there and the whole, Get I don't speak pack. the language and jetpack and a helmet and laser guns. Pew, yeah. Pew. yeah, it's a, it's something you can do a lot with and doesn't really disturb any continuity of anything else. Really. Oh, yeah. Isn't um, HBO Max also where the new Looney Tunes shorts that they're making are going to end up? I don't I think know I anything about, about that. that, but that would be kind of awesome. I don't know, yeah. Did I, you know there there was a they're, they're bringing back Animaniacs? I was just about to say there's yes. a reboot of Animaniacs that's coming. We, too. we yeah. talked about it like I want to say we talked about it a year ago or probably year and a half when it was yeah. announced. But it, it's been quiet up until recently. They announced that ninety percent of the original voice cast is coming back too. Yeah, no, I was listening to uh, a podcast where uh, oh, I can't remember his name, but he voices like uh, the brain and oh, uh, not Phil. Maurice Lamarche. Maurice Lamarche. Yeah, so he was on there talking about it. Yeah, I, the 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 main difference is, and it's not really a difference, is it is the the second voice of uh, Wacko. Because Wacko actually changed voice actors halfway oh, okay. through the series, and it's the the guy who was the, so the last guy that was doing yeah, it. yeah the last guy continue. is the one that's coming back. That makes sense. Yep. Uh, and then the other big announcement from them was they're going to be doing a new live action Green Lantern series. Color me surprised. Yeah, I, I'm a little green. Surprised is that the that... color you're being colored? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be envy. Oh, wouldn't it? okay. No, not surprised. I don't think surprise is envious. Yeah. No, but green would be no. Like, green is the power of will. That's the Green Lantern. Yeah. Uh, okay, but no, I'm I'm a little surprised that they're <coughs> going the HB the HBO route with it. I think it's a good idea because I I think I think we have to redefine what HBO is going forward. Yes. right. Like HBO once this HBO Max streaming service starts is not. Oh, anything high quality ends up on HBO. Your Game of Thrones, your Sopranos, your you know Sex and the Cities. HBO, they just didn't want to call it Warner Streaming. Like, yeah. what does mm. Warner own that sounds classy? Ooh, HBO. HBO. Yeah. I thought HBO was the place to go to for boobs. It, well, it was in the eighties, uh, and now it's going to be the place to go to to watch Friends reruns. Yeah, eh. I I think part of it as well with the Green Lantern thing. <laughs> Um, I don't want it to sound mean, but Justice League kind of has a stink on it for for the movies. Like for whatever reason, Aquaman has been able to escape it, and Shazam is like it might as well exist in a different universe because we we know that it exists in that Justice League universe, but didn't involve it enough. So you know you avoid that, and it's something different. Right? Well, it'd be interesting to see if it is in that universe or not. Mm. Or is it in more of the same universe as the as the DC shows on uh, the DC app? Because that stuff's all going to be on HBO Max yeah. as well. I hope it's Space Cop. I really do. I don't. I don't know if all the DC universe stuff is showing up there. I was just reading an article about that. I don't think Titans is going to end up on HBO Max. Well, but Doom Patrol is. Well, in Canada. Oh. But in the states, that DC that that whole that app is part of HBO Max. Like when you get HBO no. Max, you get 
that DC Universe, at least the, the, from the announcements I read. Oh, like, the ones I read. Cartoon Network, you get that. Separate, but. Doesn't really affect us one way or the no. other. No. So, good luck, Americans, if yeah. you like DC stuff. <laughs> Hopefully, you can get you'll it find all it, in you'll one find it subscription somewhere. and not five. Yeah. Yes. Because I did see one thing, too, where the, the people from that, I guess, that are running the DC Universe app are saying that. You know, don't you know HBO Max isn't the enemy; they're a friend. Because people were like, "Oh, why is this on there instead of being on here? I'm paying for this." Kind of makes you wonder, like, why they didn't think this out a little bit more and just not launch the DC app. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Rogers is having a deal right now. If you sign up for Crave plus HBO, you get fifty percent off your first four months. Yeah, but how long do you have to lock in yeah, for? a year. Uh, I'm not sure. When they jack it up It's on 20 you. bucks a month for Crave. Oof, that's why we didn't keep Crave. For Crave plus HBO, yeah. which is what you want. Yeah. A regular Crave is $10 a month. Yeah. Yeah, but there wasn't anything on it to justify you. Letterkenny. No, yeah. That was it. Yeah, Letterkenny and Star Trek. <laughs> Crave plus movies plus HBO and stars is twenty three ninety five a month. Hmm. Hmm. Crazy. Next. Uh, so Netflix announced a series, uh, a renewal for a second season of a series that uh, I believe was my geek pick uh, when it came out. Um, Another Life, the sci-fi one oh, with yeah. uh, Katie Sackhoff. Yep. So they've, uh, they bring it back for a second season. And then this week we got a handful of new trailers. Uh, well, we already talked about we got The Mandalorian. Yep. We got uh, the final trailer for Jumanji. Did you guys see that one? I haven't watched that one yet, no. Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Is this the third Jumanji or the second Jumanji? Second, second Jumanji second with the Rock. Rock Jumanji. Okay, I couldn't remember if that one had already come out. No, no. it's a it Christmas out movie. Christmas. Ah. And then I was like, wait, did the second one come out and this is the third one? Or did I miss it completely? <laughs> no. There's a part. So remember the... Uh, <laughs> In the original movie, it was like the cheerleader girl got into Jack Black's body. Yes. So in this trailer, we find out what's happened to her. Because she got sucked in the machine, but we saw that she wasn't one of the people, the four. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. Um, she shows up as a horse. Sweet. Interesting. And then they also show, at one point, they must something happens and they switch bodies again. Because she ends up back in... The Jack Black body and was and is excited to be in the body. Well, the the it, the game is glitchy now. Yeah. I think is the idea too because he's piecing it back together, right? So, so, so there's that trailer. Oh, we got the final trailer for Rise of Skywalker. Yep. Um, lots of questions. Lots of lots of questions. Lots of cool visuals. Lots of spaceships. We're probably going to all be seeing it at separate times by the sounds of it. Unfortunately, but yeah, I I just can't commit to seeing it on the twentieth. Yeah, I've got two seat. I've got two tickets. Jen Jen comes home late that Friday night, so we'll probably. So see you it can on sneak Saturday. out and see it on Thursday night with me. We won't tell Jen. No, I will be divorced. Yeah. she doesn't need to know. I'll she know. will freak out. Rex I'll won't know. tell. I can tell. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see how my Christmas schedule yeah. lines up. Well, it's okay. I've already, I mean, I've already offered it to Brian, too, oh. at work. And I'll, I'll see if he, is, if he can fit into his if schedule. we could do late night on the but, Friday the 20th. I'm thinking I'm, yeah, it might be, it might be uh, Christmas Day before I see it. Christmas Day is always a good day to go to Yeah, well, movie. you're you're busy making money. That's my hope, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Bloodshot. 
yeah, the the movie I'd forgotten up until the toy of it came out. Yeah, with uh, Vin Diesel. It it seems interesting. I know nothing about the character. Yeah. No connection, but it's out there. It's a comic book movie coming to us from. That's uh, what comic. That's a valiant. That's a valiant comic one. book. Yeah. Okay. That they would like this to do well because then there will be other movies because yep. they got a plethora of characters that are cinematic worthy. But uh, it, the trailer looked interesting. It, it's going to be. I think it comes out in February. Something February like that. or March, and yeah. like kind of like that sort Next of year. Yeah. I'm curious. That's. We'll see. Yep, we'll see. Anybody got anything else? That's it. That's all well, I wrote down. Well, there was a new streaming service that did launch this week Ooh, already. What was okay. that? Apple TV Plus launched. Oh, yeah. Did that launch? It launched on Friday. I've heard nothing about with, it. That yes. was, it launched with, with a whimper. It launched uh, as the only streaming service to have only original content, which means there are 10 shows on Apple TV Plus. So what's on it And how much now? you pay so a month for there it? There is, uh, well... It's not that expensive. I think it's only $5 a month. Okay. Uh, it's free if you've bought an Apple device. Uh, this is true in the States. I'm not sure if it's true, here. true here. But if you've bought it, if you buy an Apple device before the end of the year that costs at least $200, you'll get a year's subscription to Apple TV Plus okay. for free. Well, that means I must have one then. Just Ryan download just the Apple TV app. I just, got a, I just got a new iPad. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, you, give it a maybe. shot. Uh, it has, there is an Apple TV app that came preloaded on it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So, so, And that app allows you to, to access some of your other streaming television apps within it, oh, but it also has yeah. access to Apple TV+. Plus. So the 10 shows that are on... Um, Apple TV Plus are the first one is called C, and it is it stars Jason Momoa, and it's set in a future where all okay I saw a commercial blind. for that yeah, okay and oh I didn't know that part yeah, that's cool all of humanity is blind and a certain tribe of people are starting to get the ability to see again oh is that I think that's what I've seen he, he's been doing the talk show circuit so I'm imagining yeah. that's why their sort of high profile biggest show is called the morning show and it's oh, Steve, oh, yeah. Steve Carell, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston and Reese Witherspoon Spoon. yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, another sort of sci-fi show that sounds kind of interesting is For All Mankind, which is an alternate history about the space race and the Russians get to the moon first. Ooh, interesting! Uh, and they send women, and so the Americans are trying to play catch up to get female astronauts. There is a reboot of the kids' show Ghost Writer. Remember that yep. uh, PBS show from the nineties? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a show called Dickinson, which is about Emily Dickinson, the poet. Okay. Uh, Snoopy in Space is their big the, – their big animation get was Peanuts. So they have exclusive rights to new Peanuts um, uh, programming. Oprah's Book Club is another you know they're they're trying they're trying to be prestige here so they got yeah. the queen of prestige uh, there's um, a kids puppet show from the Henson people called the Helpsters uh, and then something called the Elephant Queen which I think is a documentary series about elephants yep it's <laughs> join Athena the majestic matriarch as she leads her elephant herd across an unforgiving African landscape uh. yeah. And the last thing that is listed here is a show, uh, something called Hala, which is a movie about meet seventeen-year-old Hala who struggles to bring to balance being a suburban teenager with her traditional Muslim upbringing. As she comes into her own. Hala finds herself grappling with a secret that threatens to unravel. 
Unravel her family. Interesting. So yeah. So that is. What's I know on. they have more planned. Like they're working on uh, Isaac Asimov's foundation. Mm-hmm. Is the, and one of Steven the next Spielberg's thing. Amazing Stories. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because that, that I've seen they, that's got to be halfway through filming because they've started showing off clips from that. Yeah. So uh, it's not a service that I'm going to rush out to get. No, but uh, but maybe if I build. get a new iPhone yeah. in a year, maybe I'll. Well, I'll have to check and see if it's if I have it on my if I have it because of my iPad. Yeah, I'll check some stuff. I don't out. know if that free offer is Canadian worldwide or, or yeah. not just in Canada, but just in the US. Well, Ryan can report back. He'll look into it. I'll look into it. I'll go home and turn my iPad free. on. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah, free um, fits in my budget. So I, I thought I'd mention this because wrestling's a little bit nerdy, but this goes into sort of geopolitical stuff too. Mm-hmm. So um, I believe Ryan and I talked about it last year. Uh, the WWE entered in a deal with the Saudi Arabian Sports Authority, mm-hmm. and there was some flack about it. Um, uh, yeah, John some... Oliver did a whole big piece on it because it's you know it's basically a big tourist ad for Saudi Arabia, which is not which would like you to think it's the one of the more progressive countries in the Middle East, but, is... but it has a lot of issues yeah. like you know killing reporters. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Which happened so, just before one of the last shows. Well, the first one. Was that it the they first? Did. It was, was it the, the very first one. one. I, thought, okay, I thought it was the second. Or, or no, no. Yeah, you're right. It's the second one because that's the one where they didn't mention where the pay per view actually yeah. was taking place. Like, from. oh, it's this pay per view. So they did a show um, on uh, Wednesday, yeah, so Wednesday week. afternoon our time. The the wrestlers were all supposed to fly back in order to do uh, SmackDown taping in Buffalo, I believe. Yeah. For the Friday, and they were late because of quote unquote mechanical problems with the plane. Their flight was delayed, which meant they had to do lots of stuff to make SmackDown work on Friday. Yeah, now, some, some people made it out on like the first flight or on a chartered flight, but like Brock Lesnar had his private plane or something, and yeah, the Hulkster well, got out on him. That's him. their part of their deals, right? Yeah. Like Brock has his own plane every single time. Um, so here's where it's interesting. The alleged story behind it is more that Saudi Arabia hadn't paid the WWE and owed them $60 million from the last couple of shows they did. And uh, Vince McMahon uh, decided not to air it on Saudi Arabia TV until he got his money. So apparently he did get his money. The show was on a 40-minute delay or something in Saudi Arabia. Because of this, and then apparently part of the the reason why the plane didn't launch is the crown prince of Saudi Arabia ordered everybody off of the plane. There's rumors that like a whole whack of the wrestlers have now said we're not going back. And they were having issues with a lot of the wrestlers not well, going there go in, in the first, first place. place. Like the guys who can say no. Like John Cena and Brian Danielson have both said we're not going. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, there's a lot of people either with either to political ideals or religious reasons or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot uh, of them. A Some Canadian of the bike- wrestler, uh, well, partially can- he's Canadian, but he's Syrian uh, descendant. Right. He doesn't go yeah. for multiple reasons. Um, so Is that... Uh, Sami Zayn. Yeah, okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. I knew it was, uh, polit- pol- well, wasn't sure if it was religious reasons he wasn't going or if it was political. It's, a, it's, a, it's on both sides. He yeah. doesn't want to go and they don't want to risk him going. Yeah. 
Um, the the other there's and there's other guys who like while they can't go like uh, Mustafa Ali for instance. Yeah, he didn't particularly want to go, but he does. I guess he doesn't feel he say can say I'm not going. Uh, he's donated his entire salary from the two shows that he's done to like. <laughs> Uh, aid work yeah. in the area. You've like, heard a few. One was building like a hospital somewhere and stuff yeah. like that. Like there's, there's a few of them that have done that too. That have said, you know, whatever money I made from this show is just going to go to this cause or that cause. Or yeah, I just found it kind of intriguing. Hmm. So uh, there's a couple wrestling reporters that basically said that it. Uh, uh, one or two of the guys on who were stuck there have been quoted as saying it was basically a dick measuring contest between Vince McMahon and the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. So allegedly, allegedly. And uh, I'm allegedly not surprised. Yeah. Listen to our, our friends at post wrestling have more on it. And uh, Dave Meltzer, who is like the authority on wrestling news uh, at wrestlingobserver.com, did a whole big thing on it, on what he's heard from guys who were over there unofficially, but, I found it interesting. So I guess that's it for the news. That's it for the news. <laughs> so uh, Jenna and I went to Chicago. Ooh, for nerdy Chicago. stuff. And that sounds gangsters. fun. Were there gangsters? Not that I saw. Oh. No, but there was a lot of rain. Yeah. Was it, it windy? Rained. Yes. Yes. Were there windy city? Were so. there singing and dancing murderesses? Were there um, no. Decepticons? Chicago. Transformers Three. Oh. Uh, which one's three? The one where they tell them to leave, and they the Autobots pretend to leave, and uh, Megan, and uh, okay. they find uh, the, they have they find them on the moon. Well, Dark the they moon. were they were very well in and disguise. They realize they don't have to leave because they can just turn into freaking cars. Yeah. Did Ferris Bueller have a day off while you were there? No, but I did see a good shirt that uh, at Target that was uh, Save Ferris eighty nine <laughs> on it, but they didn't have it in my size. Oh. No, so we went for the. Uh, well, it was Jen and I's anniversary, <laughs> and we also went for the Kane County Toy Fair, which Ooh. is like a one-day show. It's four buildings on a fairground. Six buildings. Six buildings. Wow. Six It's only buildings. one day. It's only one Five day. Five buildings? They do Five it. or six. Oh, my goodness. Twice, twice a, a year. year. Every six months. And it's like, as I was saying before we were recording, it's a toy show that it, it's really got something for everybody. Even if you're not buying stuff, there's lots of things to look, at. To look at. Coincidentally, the, the six months, it's in April, which is the anniversary of when Brent and I started dating. Ooh. And it's in October on the anniversary of when we got married. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get uh, our money. They, yeah, we also, like we also have friends that live in that area, too, so we had dinner with them. But nice. the, the toy show, like... It, there was antique toys that of like from the 60s and 50s and even Probably some from the 40s that. and 30s. There was a lot of stuff that I knew about but had never seen a person. Like a guy had the Eternia playset for <laughs> He-Man, oh. which was one of the, the one last of the- play sets they made. And it's freaking huge. I've, I've seen pictures of it. Mm-hmm. I've never seen any of it in person. I know... Uh, Mark from Big B's got one. I don't know if he's got his set up or not, but it's just fantastic to see. For like, even though like I know you're not a toy collector, nope. there was at least three booths with Disney pins. Yeah, for like from the park. Oh yeah, pin set. I had no idea Disney pin collecting was that. Oh, it was huge. <laughs> That's huge. what friend Kim said. It's a hole. Like, She's trying not is, to fall down. I could see myself falling down that hole. Yeah. I started, it started back in the Millennium Celebration 20 years ago, and I started buying a few pins, but it just got so out of hand that I was like, nope, done. Yeah. 
And like some of them are really yeah, you like probably sell those pins for a lot of money. Yeah. Some of them. Uh, there was like the, the I guess they released them sometimes in sets with like artwork and stuff. They had mm-hmm. one that was a couple of the dwarves from Seven from Snow White, mm-hmm. and it, it they were on a board like nicely framed and everything. But the the art with it was like the pencil schematics and stuff to mm-hmm. go along with mm-hmm. the. It just looked really. There's nice. some gorgeous pins There's out there. Binders and binders and binders. And the and trick some, is some are like huge, like two yeah. three inches big. Mm. The trick with Disney pin collecting is that um, many of the cast members who work at the parks will carry will have a lanyard with pins on it or a little uh, sort of pouch that sits on their belt with pins on it, and uh, they can't refuse a trade. So, oh, yeah. So wow. it's really a way for kids to interact with yeah. cast members is really what it is. But um, if you enjoy that and you like sort of the hunt of pin collecting you go to ebay and you buy a bunch of dollar pins disney pins and and then trade them because they they can't refuse a trade as long as what you're trading is another disney pin official disney pin that's kind that's really neat yeah i've heard of other stuff that like from what you've told me and just i read an article on um a couple that went to galaxy's edge in what's it not cosplay because you can't get away oh uh, disney bounding yeah yeah and to the but like they went the extra mile where they like made like uh credit like star wars credit chips and stuff like mm-hmm. that and the uh they i guess the the cast members can like make magic kids kind of oh, like yeah, bump they, you to yeah. the front of the line yeah they and, can do stuff for you yeah it, it's a, so i've heard of that stuff but i didn't know about the pin trading thing. yeah pin trading has been around it started with the millennium celebration in back in 1999 and it's uh, it it sort of peaked out just after that. It's still a thing, but there used to be organized pin meetups at the parks, and every park would have Pin Central. Uh, but those are slowly being phased out because it's just not as big a deal as it used to be. But, oh wow! Yeah, I couldn't even get close to some of those binders, so I think it is still a big deal. Oh, it, it, for it's traders and collectors. It is, but it's there. <coughs> like it was to the point where there was um, like mm. a character. Uh, one of the sort of they call them streetmosphere characters in the Magic Kingdom, and his character was like he ran pin meets. So like he wore a trench coat and he'd walk up, hey, want some pins? He started flashing, he'd open his trench coat, all these pins inside. He was it. supposed to be the hey, Main, kids, Street, pin? Uh, Main Street Gazette. Hopefully, news he was reporter. also wearing pants. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So it's still big. It's still pretty big, but it's well, not as, as big obvious, as it was. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, 18 years ago as, as, as like this toy show there was three fair sized booths that just had binders and like the framed ones and like whole nine yards mm-hmm. there was we, tons of dolls tons of dolls action figures I picked up a couple retro things they, there's a giant tick beside uh, Ryan there that talks really? that I grabbed a talking tick Ooh, yeah. it, the, the body you can tell the different plastics Not fun I think the battery's dying in it. New batteries. Yeah, you can tell the different types of plastic because the, the. You know what's weird though? I found the color fading. I found a whole bunch piece. of tick figures over the years, and the chest is always the like the the chest is always miscolored. Even the battery cover. Part of me wonders if it came from a different toy, like maybe a different, a different a tick. Different tick. Mm. He's and pretty the, cool. Yeah. He's hefty. 
pretty heavy. He stands really well because of his feet too. Yeah. And like, there's just there's not a lot of tick merchandise. No, it's it's mainly. Well, from, it wasn't around long. No, it's mainly from the cartoon, and the and because of the cartoon, the humor in it, kids didn't really get it, or not a lot of kids. And then there was a line of toys oh. to go with the the Patrick Warburton series, mm-hmm. but they're now going like. They were they were like here and gone, and now they go for like fifty to a hundred bucks online. Wow! Yeah, yeah we so, buy the cheap tick. So I buy the. T- I've got him, and I've got a small uh, sewer urchin right now. Cheap tick wasn't that a band in the eighties? <laughs> oh, what? Wow. I can't cough. It makes me laugh. I mean, I can't laugh. It makes me cough. <laughs> so while we were Jen and I were wandering around. We got stopped by these guys at a table. Oh, yeah. Here, let me find their name. Yeah. And they're they're like, do you mind talking to us? I'm like, yeah, sure. Because as evidenced by the fact that I have a podcast, I, I like talking. <laughs> what? Brent likes to they talk? They stopped me originally, but I was like, I have no voice. Talk to that guy. I'm like, if all by, have you ever been on a podcast before? And me saying, yeah, every two weeks. And sometimes on the radio, and I've been on TV, and... Yeah, so they're, they're a show very similar to ours, based out of the Chicago area. Um, as you can tell, one of them's got a, a, a fairly heavy Chicago accent. accent. Nice. Like, it, it's... Uh, it, it was took a little getting used to a little bit, much like if he's listening to our show, he's yeah. probably doing the same thing. Yeah. So the name of the podcast is called the Asteroid Factory Podcast. Asteroid Factory. They don't name. have a ton of episodes. They've only got fourteen. Yeah. But they're pretty. <coughs> oh, pardon me. Compared to our episodes, they're pretty short. Um, they, and they do what about they do an is hour. they do a nerd their nerd picks, which is like our geek picks, and they then they have a question and they kind of debate the question or they have like a list like what's your top favorite villains and stuff like that so um but i really liked at the toy show that they were flagging people down and they asked three questions i don't remember what they were they were good questions i remember what the last one was yeah um the last one they, they asked me do how i <coughs> basically my thoughts on the uh the martin scorsese and francis ford coppola saying that uh marvel movie like superhero movies aren't art and uh, yeah, I, I went on. For, I think I gave a pretty good answer for about <laughs> fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, so they said that that was gonna. They were gonna um, put that podcast up. What did you say two to three weeks? Yeah, and the toy show was on October twenty sixth. So probably the either weekend? this week or the week following. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. If you want to hear Brent on the Asteroid Factory podcast, <laughs> they seem like very nice guys. It's good. So we chatted afterwards and. Yeah, I hope they're them, listening to ours. Yeah, or at least one of them subscribed, like, right there. Well, That's I cool. will return the favor. Done. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we, like I said, we downloaded a couple to listen to in the drive back, because it was a long drive back. And, uh, yeah, they were, it's pretty good. They were entertaining. Good. Um, what, uh, I went to Pro Wrestling Tees. Un- unfortunately, my meetup with Scrump didn't happen due to just some stuff happened. Like, not, not like... Scrump and I still get along. We're still mm-hmm. friendly and stuff. It just it, it, the timing didn't work yeah, out. It um, happens. The, yeah. So we, the, we've already talked a little bit of like next time I go down, maybe, um, which is in some ways a little relieved because before the two episodes of his show, before the one I would have been on, one was a wrestler named Ethan Page who's actually sort of local. He's out of Hamilton here, mm-hmm. toy collector, big nerd. 
his episode was really good, followed by uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. I was following Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes on, <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah. maybe I lucked out. <laughs> it's like my dumbass on there just talking about nerd shit. <laughs> um, but, or we uh, missed a great opportunity for the people that would listen to it for Jaden, Son, and Bob. And they're like, oh, let's check out the next episode. And they say, oh, who's this Canadian guy? Yeah, that's true. That Jane Silent Bob do like Canadians, so they might have crossed over a little bit. But I did go to Pro Wrestling Tees. It's a uh, it's a very small store because I guess it's all mail order. Well, yeah, stuff. They, their, they their bigger the business price. is online. Now, the more important thing was uh, Scrump had suggested a deep dish pizza place that's not too far from where their store is. It's about like a four minute, five minute drive. Okay. Um. So when we bought the shirts, the guy who's working the counter was like have you gotten your deep dish yet because uh i just offhandedly mentioned oh i'm canadian and he's like where's my ketchup chips and my tim hortons so it's interesting how certain things mm-hmm, come mm-hmm. he said he had been here once for um a wrestling promotion out of toronto called super kicked he had, okay. he had been up here for a show for that but i'm like so next time i'm coming with ketchup chips like a oh, yeah. like so i could go Oh, wham. You mean these? <laughs> I have a can of Tim Hortons. I have friends in the States that every time I see them, I need to either bring weird potato chip flavors for whatever they consider weird. Mm. And President's Choice makes an, an excellent line of strange potato chip flavors. Yes. And, uh, and another friend who wants um, a box of Mr. Big Bars every time I go. They don't have Mr. Big in the States, no, eh? No, it's uh, Cadbury. It's yeah, a, they don't have ever. They don't have Nest. They don't have Cadbury or Nestle chocolate bars. So, is there an equivalent to those? Though I think a Baby Ruth might be close, but Maybe, I'm not sure. Yeah. But Mr. Big, Oh Henry, uh, just Caramel, like why they call they don't Arrow, Smarties. Smarties. They're Smarties. That's what they call I'm, I'm maybe I'm disloyal. I don't Smarties for me. I like I'd prefer M and M's every single oh, time. Oh, the so chocolate's wrong. better in a Smartie. Yep, um, candy's better too. I had a slight Smartie addiction in college. Slight. Yeah, I had ate a box of Smarties like if, every day. If I want the chocolate, like chocolate covered candy, 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 candy covered chocolate. chocolate. Wow, Buckley's is going to my brain. Then I like Smarties better. But if I want chocolate covered peanuts, then I like M and M's. M and M's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but they he's so followed by like, have you gotten your deep dish yet? And like, no, we, we, we Scrump was sort of mentioned it's like, okay, so where you want to go? It's a place called Pequods. It's over like, and he like stepped out of the. We went onto the street, and he's like, you make a left, you make a right, and like just giving us directions. <laughs> and um, it's. Uh, not a dive bar, but it's definitely like it's it's an older restaurant. It's right. been around since more like, of like it's a local dining. It's dining not a tourist. Place. Yeah, they they were packed, but there was a teacher strike on the same day we <laughs> oh. were there. So they, and they were all on their lunch break, I guess, from the line. So it was just filled with teachers. And I'm like, <laughs> I th- I asked one of the waitresses, and I'm like, isn't it always this busy? And she's like, it's never this busy on a Tuesday at noon. <laughs> um, to to warn you now, if you go here. The deep dish pizza, it, they'll tell you up front, but it takes about half an hour to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. Like we, I like a good deep dish. Because it because we knew it was going to be a while, we got uh, an appetizer. So we just got some garlic bread. Garlic bread was eh, garlic yeah. bread, right? Yeah. But it came with like marinara dipping sauce mm. and dipped it in like... Ooh, like because it wasn't like you know it didn't come out of a can, right? This was like this bodes well 
for the pizza that we are going to eat. And it was so good. That's awesome. We got a small between Jen and I. <laughs> and we were good. We we ended up getting it at around one thirty two o'clock. And we were good for food, like, hunger-wise, till about 9, 9.30. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Pequods. Uh, look it up. They have a website. They have... Uh, Social media and stuff like that. But yeah, you guys posted that photo, and I was just sitting at work and had just finished my lunch, and uh-huh. then got to see this delicious-looking pizza, and made me hungry for pizza. So thanks. Well, if for we nothing, if, if we get you to go to this toy show with us another time, get we will passport. go there again. I've got my passport. Got remember, passport. I just can't afford to do things like Start that. Saving up, I can't. I live paycheck to paycheck. So do we. It's called debt. Some things are worth it. No, I don't. Don't. We'll talk about debt later. Oh. I've got debt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, we hit up some Targets and some WalMarts. Uh, Jen found a couple Shira dolls. Um, what was your your buy of the trip, Jen? What was your favorite thing that you picked up? Um, it's probably that that King Kong Barbie. Yeah. Did you post any pictures of that on our Instagram? Yeah, I posted a picture of our whole haul. You can kind of zoom in and see it. But it's uh, the reason I liked it is because it's in box. And it's with a plastic King Kong hand. And the Barbie is sitting in the hand. Um, and she's got a surprised expression on her face. And, you know, one of her shoes is coming off. And she's in a pose that, like, looks like an in-motion pose. So I find it really interesting. It's not just your straight Barbie in a box. Or I'm walking. Uh, so no, I really, it's a really good display piece. Yeah, I really like the the dynamic display of it. But unfortunately, the box was a little damaged, which is why I got it not very expensive. I'm not going to say cheap because it wasn't cheap, but anyway. Now, Cheap-ish. I didn't Cheap-ish. look too close. Could you still take it out of the box and keep the display piece as it's set up the way it is, just not in the sh- in the window box? Well, what I'm planning on doing is getting a, a shadow box Okay. and then sliding Putting it out it. of the, the damaged part and sliding it into the shadow box. Nice. So that's the plan. Whether it happens or not, we'll see. I, I approve of this plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think for me was either the tick because he's awesome, but we also got a uh, Palisades was a, a toy company years and years ago. They had the rights to the Muppets, and Jen and I have been slowly picking up figures from the Muppets. That would be one of the others. Yeah. That wasn't at the toy show though. No. Um, they and then they went out of business. So, so what? What did you? What did you find? I know there's one you're looking for, but it wasn't that. You didn't find Super Grover. No, Super Grover is like the Grail one because yeah. it was at the the tail end of the line. It was a San Diego exclusive, and it has Alex Ross art on the box for it of Super Grover. Yes. Um, no, but I found a Sweetums, like twelve inch mm. tall Sweetums. Okay, I uh, remember the picture now. So that was from that line. Yeah, that was from that line. Okay, uh, but it's not in scale. Being twelve inches, no, he's not he's in scale. Fucking awesome. But still, <laughs> um, you guys have a few of those. You you have, we have the, the Muppet Labs. Did you not get the spaceship too? No, no, we, we can't find. We that. were look. Well, I could have sworn you bought price. it. We were looking at it at a toy show one time. And I thought a, about buying it. It was a little too much. Uh, well, maybe. The, 
or maybe you're thinking of Muppet Labs. Maybe it was the Labs then. The Muppet Labs was great. If you didn't because, buy it, I was going to. Yeah, because we got it came with uh, Bunsen and Beaker. Yeah. And has like a whole bunch of the experiments from the show on it. Like the like the robot bunny. The robot bunny and the uh the gorilla detector and like a couple other things. It's it's a great little playset. <laughs> the gorilla detector. Yeah. And since then like we've been picking them up cheap uh, along the lines, like like loose or um uh I have uh we have the Swedish chef as Santa because mm-hmm. he was an exclusive for eBay or something like that. And, oh, okay. I, and some, I found a dealer who had bought like a lot of them at some point. Like he had like 30 of them. So they were going like 10 bucks a piece. Wow, you just need like to that. clear them. Yeah. So we, we've got a small Muppet collection, but I saw the Sweetums and I'm like, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel he's an undervalued Muppet character. Mm. Um, what else did at the toy show? I didn't pick up a huge amount. Uh, one of those Japanese styled stormtroopers, like they're mm-hmm. they're styled off of samurai. Oh yeah, the samurai. Was, oh, I gotta look at that one. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen it yet. I uh, I picked him up loose and loose without the box. I think you he's might. Got be a big, <laughs> he's got this one with the flag and the big battle drum, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's got most of his accessories, but I have a feeling he might be missing hands and maybe a blaster or something. Nah. Uh, yeah, nothing like he's. Yeah, we didn't pick piece. up a ton at the toy show, but it was it really was, interesting just to look. And it was stuff. so overwhelming. Like mm. we were, th- we got well, there. Yeah, five buildings or six buildings in one from day. Eight, eight until three, and you know, by the, it literally took us from eight until three to go through all those buildings. Now there are a few stops for food, and because I was coughing up a lung, um, I needed to sit for a couple minutes. Yeah. But you know, by the time you went through all the buildings, you were like. Okay, wait. I remember I saw something, but I can't remember for the life of me where yeah. it was. What building it was in, and what table it was at, yeah. and is it even still there? And we saw stuff like we, we saw a Bert and Ernie that were a store promotional like stand statue thing mm-hmm. from like I the seventies. I think 70s. I put that on our Instagram. I can't remember what. Yeah, I did. and uh, there was one guy who was selling. Remember when McDonald's like their Playlands had like a carousel and mm-hmm. they, yep. the horses were like different McDonald's guys. characters, yep. Fry Guys and stuff yep. like that. We saw two of those. Now they were battered, yeah, but they were going for I want to say like three hundred a piece. Do you remember um, Fisher Price Little People? Yep. There was the garage and the barn. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the Sesame Street playset? Yes. With uh, the, with the so. cool little slide that the guys could go down, and it I came with Big Bird and the Count and Oscar the Grouch. When I was a kid, I, I could be wrong. I had the multi level, like, parkade garage. Yeah, we had that too. And we had yeah. the little town that folded out and had a post office and a jail and oh, a restaurant. That. Yeah, because the, uh, the little people there, I know we have a Ralph the Dog, or my, like, I we did have a, have a Ralph the Dog from that line, because it wasn't like the. It wasn't like the the peg people. It was like a oh. plastic guy, and it had like this weird. It was a solid plastic piece, more or two pieces, and it had a bend in the middle. Oh, yeah, it, it's a it's a weird toy. I saw one at this toy show. Oh, I'm like, oh yeah, I had that. There's that, and I think there was a big bird that went with that set too. Yeah. So we're hoping to try again in April. Oh, um, yeah, not possibly. maybe not this April, but. In April. in April, in, in, yeah, in April. Maybe well, there April was stuff in Chicago we didn't get to do too, partially because of weather and right. a bunch partially of other because things. I was sick. you didn't go to Navy Pier. Or... No, that's where they got the big the bean bean, right? No, we missed the bean. It was oh. pouring yeah. rain. We got lucky when we went into the the aquarium. It was 
raining but not hard yeah when we came out and walked to the car it was raining harder right when we got into the car and pulled out of the parking lot it was downpour and it continued to pour it chicago an easy city to get around in it did did you mostly drive your own vehicle around the city the places we were going are kind of on the outskirts of the city like they weren't like they were in the city, but like right. on on the edges, right? Like like you were like you were in Scarborough or, or no, Etobicoke not that, as opposed like to downtown. We were in like Cabbage Town or the Danforth uh, as opposed to like the downtown like Young, Young, Danforth, Young and Bloor. Or Young right. and Bloor. Now uh, we were planning on taking another day in Chicago, but President Trump decided to show up. Uh, we that, didn't know the city well enough. To avoid the crowds and right. like, we weren't sure what streets. was where because he was there for like a, a day. A basically. For, where did you stay? Uh, we stayed outside of Chicago in Naperville. 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 Yeah. It's yeah. in a, a hotel or yeah. Airbnb hotel. or hotel. No, hotel. Uh, it was a nice like Marriott part of the Marriott chain. Right. There's a Cracker Barrel right beside it. <laughs> Gotta love a Cracker Barrel. Oh, God, it was uh, awful. Jen I have never like had it. worse food. Really? It was the worst food I think I've ever had. No, oh. she didn't get what I got. I got the fried chicken dinner that they uh, had, which look after now we're, I was really hungry that day, but we could have split it between the two of us. I got what I, okay, so when when you order an open-faced roast beef sandwich, what uh, do you expect to get? An uh, open-faced red roast with roast beef and gravy on top. Yeah, but what, like, how, what kind of roast beef? Real sliced. roast beef, like, sliced. Sli- but like how much? An inch, two inches, like a, a slice, a per, pile, a slice per slice of bread. Like the amount of roast beef I would have if I was having a roast beef dinner. Yeah, I got three slices of bread with um, four hunks of roast beef. That each hunk was about an inch. Oh, oh wow! And then the whole thing was just like we dipped it in a bowl of gravy. And then, or we poured a bowl of gravy on top of it. Oh. So, like, I had way more bread and gravy than I had meat. And the meat wasn't that good. Oh. Like, I probably had better roast beef at M&M Meats. Note to self, don't order the roast beef at Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Order but the I fried mean, chicken. Fried dinner. chicken's good. I um, like the meatloaf. I can't eat a lot of fried food because it gives me really bad acid reflux. Right. And Especially already that late because sick. we had come yeah. down late. So I was like, well, hopefully I can eat this. I like the apple compote. Whoa. That's one of the sides you can get. The cornbread's not bad. The grits. No, I think I, I don't think I want to eat at Cracker Barrel. They, mm. yeah. we'll see. The noodle place we went to was good. Yeah, there's a chain of noodle places in <laughs> at least in the Illinois area. P.F. Called, Chang's? No, no called, it's called Noodle Company or Noodle and Company. Noodle and Company, something oh. like that, it was really good. It, so, you can, yeah, you can do Asian style noodles or Italian style noodles. They have like dishes and soups. I've been to a place like that in like Whitby. It has various noodles. Yeah. yeah. It was fast food, but like they prep it right. Well, because yeah. it's noodles, really doesn't require much cooking time. Right. I got the buffalo mac and cheese, and I got pad thai. Nice, and it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for for fast food sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, getting hungry now. It's been a while since breakfast. I think Portello's <laughs> was probably my favorite. Yeah, Portello's is really good. It's a chain of um, sorry sandwich places in the Chicago area that like they, Italian beef. Italian beef is one of the your options, but they do sausage, and you can also get pizza there and stuff like that. It's a little bit more expensive than your regular fast food, but like you you could go to the counter order. Then sit down, but the Italian beef sandwich was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that if you talk to like real Chicago natives, they're like, "Oh, it's a chain or whatever." But like in comparison to like McDonald's, it was no. That was the places now. they said. Like the well, the guy the that area, we ran into at the toy show who they said you have to go to Portillo's, you have to have deep dish pizza. Those were the two things. Yep. 
I've only ever been to O'Hare Airport, so uh, <laughs> it doesn't really count. I caught a connecting flight. The area we once. were in was very nice. Yeah, very much like um, like Whitby, uh, I would say. A lot of green space, a mm-hmm. lot of parks, trees. I think Toronto and Chicago have a lot in common. Mm. They're like both lakeside cities. Yeah, Brent and... remarked a fair bit that it reminded him of Toronto. Yeah, Chicago like it... has more murders. Yeah, that's well, it's just because it's in the States. Yeah, so next time we go, I'd like to actually see a bit more of Chicago. Like, I had plans for going to the art gallery, going mm-hmm. to the Bean. and I hear the you know, fel- the Field Museum is great. Yeah, go to the Field Museum. That was across the street from the aquarium. <laughs> but. I found a, a walking gangsters tour that you could do. Oh, fun. That tells you, tells you all the places where gangsters hung out and probably got murdered. Um, but, A, I was sick. And, B, it just poured and poured and poured and poured. So it just mm. it didn't work out. So the one thing that I did not particularly like about our trip is, and it isn't the trip, is I went into a Graham Crackers comics while I was there. They're a chain. Oh, I, don't I was know, at the hotel sleeping. I want to say they're in uh, there. I don't know if they're outside of Illinois, but there there's definitely like when I Google, because I like to hit local comic shops when I'm in yeah. the town. And they're like, I want to say four of these popped up in my search. Mm. And there was one not too far from the hotel. And it's not that it was bad, but you could tell that it was a chain. Like, it okay. went in and it was like, kind of like they had some stuff there, but nothing was like, nothing was overpriced. Nothing was underpriced. It would just seem like, you know, it was kind of like a, a, I don't know, like a Sears of comic book shops. It's oh. just the the employees uh, said, hey, how you doing when I got in? And I was there for like 15 minutes, maybe 20, and they didn't bother with me the rest of the time. I was really? there. Didn't ask me any questions if I was looking for anything. Mm. Nothing. It was. It's a nice looking store, but it's, you know, I would say Big B here is just as nice a looking store, and they're friendlier and talk to you. So, yeah, it was... It was enough they that it own. like it turned me off of bothering to try and find any of the other ones in the chain that were close by. They have twelve comic shops in Illinois, Wisconsin, and California. Yeah, that's like there were there was like three or four of them popped up in my search that were nearby <laughs> and the closest one. Like, and I had high hopes because you go you pull up and like just in front of the building it just says comics in big yellow letters mm-hmm. yep. and. The there's like comic art on all the the windows like that they've got like the I don't know what they kind of like the wraps for vans and stuff. Yep. Their van has Captain America posted on it, and it was just like went in and like meh, <laughs> like not a, like nothing I even considered buying. Hmm. This, this was the store in Napierville. Yeah. Uh, yes. So I wouldn't recommend going there. I've heard uh, there's somebody uh, nestled uh, proudly between buffalo wings and some tile shop. It says on their website. Yep, <laughs> some tile shop. It's in, it's in <laughs> a strip That's mall. What it says. <laughs> now there's other stuff that I didn't get to do that I found while I was there. Uh, uh, our my friend Anna recommended. Well, if you have time, there's this movie theater you should go to. And like, kind of the last thing I want to do when I'm on vacation is go to a movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's called like Holy Hollywood Boulevard Theater. And I just happened upon it by mistake because there was I guess my GPS um hadn't had the complete update or the address hadn't been updated. There was supposed to be a comic shop in this plaza and there wasn't. But you pull up to this theater and it, they're doing 
uh, at least one movie week of like all retro stuff for Halloween. Like they had had Ghostbusters, they had played the original Halloween, Hocus Pocus was going to be on, stuff like that. There is on the roof of their building, there's a mock up of the Blues Brothers and their cop car. Mm. The like looking in, they were closed when I got there, but looking inside the theater, they have like it's all decked out. It's got a restaurant in it as well. It was, you know, it's just like, oh, the, yeah, the, didn't, didn't Anna say that it was. Not it was dinner and a movie, but you got to eat your dinner while you were watching the yeah, movie. Yeah, I think similar to like the the Alamo, like an Alamo Draft, Draft House or, yeah. a, or an AMC, which I um, thought sounded cool. Yeah, so maybe next because when she told me to go, she didn't mention that stuff until we saw her for dinner like two days later, mm. and then like so now next time if we're in that neighborhood, that's something I want to do is I want to have dinner and watch a movie if there's something that lines up with our taste. So AMC um, does that too at some of their theaters. Uh, the one at Disney, downtown Disney has, I can't remember what they call it. I want to say like Fork and Spoon or something. Or, oh. And it's full table service restaurant. I'm you... kind of surprised nobody's attempted that here, really. Like there, there are places there is, to eat in bars. I think there are places, like, uh, like those ones, if you go to those adult only, where it's like the uh, fully licensed with alcohol mm. and stuff, I think they serve food at the t- to you as well. In those. Like at in the theater? Yeah. Oh, okay. But... Uh... Yeah, that was our trip. Trip on the way back, we you know, we did the typical th- Canadian thing of hit a couple targets, hit a couple Starbucks, Ooh, or, hit uh, by a deer. Yeah, I, mean... I got hit by a deer. My highly recommend, my high recommendation is if you can avoid get hidden by a deer in your car, <laughs> avoid getting hit by avoid the deer. Hit by deer. Fortunately, our insurance is good. Yes, and, and the deer hit us. Yes, we yeah. were just happily driving along, and then out of fucking freaking nowhere. This deer comes bounding across the highway. He made it across two lanes of highway traffic before he hit our lane. But, yeah. So, and I think he walked away. <laughs> overall, uh, Chicago's got some nerdy stuff in it and some nice stuff. It, I had a good time there, more or less. So nice. And you picked up the some stuff outside the toy show, too. Yep. Uh, I found uh, Michelangelo as Batman. Uh, probably my favorite pickup because it's Fun. just so well done. That's a good. That's a good animated movie, by the way. The, the yeah, Batman. we watched it last night. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. We watched it last night. It's really cute. Oh, uh, <coughs> yeah. So I uh, picked up that. Uh, found a chopper for my Star Wars display. Finally, nice. no Ezra's yet, but he was hard to come by apparently. And yeah. So that was our adventure in Chicago. Fine. So. Guess that kind of brings us to the end of this episode. Sounds like it. Um, Geek picks. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh, so on the day before Halloween and on Halloween night, I was invited to play in a role playing game session at Cards and Coasters in Aurelia, and we played Call of Cthulhu, the, the RPG or the, the board RPG. Game? Okay, uh, and it was quite fun. Uh, our investigators had to. Uh, there was a the first night it was a sort of zombie like scenario and the second night our scenario involved snake people who lived under Providence, Rhode Island. It was <laughs> quite exciting and fun and uh, I think we're going to keep playing maybe on a monthly or bi monthly schedule. So, oh, nice! Yeah, That's so cool. it's kind of fun. So uh, uh, check out Cards and Coasters. It's a great uh, little uh, gaming cafe in Aurelia, just across the street from the library now. And, uh, yeah, um, 
Uh, Call of Cthulhu, the role-playing game, is quite fun. I haven't played that since I was in high school. The trick to get your head around, unlike Dungeons & Dragons, is you need to roll low. Mm. You need to roll under your stat on percentile dice. Every roll is a percentile dice, and you want to roll low. Except when you're trying to increase your stats at the end of an adventure when you need to get higher than your number so that you can make your number bigger. <laughs> but yeah, generally it's like, oh, I rolled a 96. Crap. Mm. <laughs> I rolled a 100 at one point, and that is a critical fail. Oh. I was trying to throw a knife to hit a zombie, and instead I almost chopped my foot off. <laughs> oh, you just instead, you put it in my shoulder. You, We've all been there. You threw downward exactly. instead of across. Yeah, my, skills, my combat skills aren't in firearms like a lot of people's. I chose knives and throwing mm. as my skills, so I, I can do fine some until major knife damage with, with a knife that gets like thrown at uh, bad guy's head, but uh, when you roll a 100, it doesn't matter because something bad's happening. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's very fun. And uh, thanks to Patrick, my friend Patrick uh, Lyons, for inviting me to play <coughs> his Call of Cthulhu uh, game. Cool. Ryan. Okay, I, I got two this week because I watched two cool new uh, series on uh, two different streaming services over the week. Uh, and I want to give them both props. I watched uh, Daybreak. Which is the new post-apocalyptic oh, uh, series? It's on Netflix. Uh, so the premise is, um, you know, the, the the bombs dropped, and whatever was in it caused anyone that was like an adult to either turn to a pile of goo, yeah. or become like not quite a zombie, but zombie-ish in that they're wandering around. Um, they're kind of just repeating the same thing as the last thing that was on their mind. Mm. So if they, if you run into one, it's that like, you know, in a mall, they could be talking about looking for this new pair of shoes or trying to find this pair of shoes or, you know, talking about, uh, having to pick up their kid after school or whatever was on their mind at the inane type, <laughs> type of stuff. Uh, but then they can turn on you and, you know, they'll try to eat you and, like zombies, uh, but it's just so all that's left is uh, the neighborhood in the the area of, of like I think it was maybe Los Angeles or somewhere or, or no oh no it wasn't Los I forget now because they show it to you where it is but I forget uh, it's all been kind of divvied up into different tribes so like you got the jocks taking over an area and you got the oh, okay. the, the there's like the Amazonian area so it's just it's a it's a, a, a women a girls only area uh, there's things like this the your main character he's a he was a, like a new guy in town to the school um josh he's just josh he's not you know not the gay josh and not the the josh with one with one arm and he's just josh and they, they go over this because everybody's somebody right and he didn't really fit into any clicks but we find out his big thing is he's trying to find his girlfriend or this girl that he has feelings for uh, that he ha he hasn't seen her since everything happened, and she left a note for him looking for him, and so he's trying to find her, and he picks up a few companions in his travel around the city, and uh, he's actually he's Canadian, and he's like the new new kid, and so they make a few Canadian references, Canadian jokes, and stuff like this, and he used to go like elk hunting with his father and so that's why he knows how to like, as all Canadians track do. and do stuff like that. So it's uh, it's only like I think it was like. A, my, like around 10, 10 episodes, standard Netflix series. So it's pretty good. You should give it a watch. Um, and oh shit, what's. Um, crap, I can't remember his Jack name. Jack Ryan? 
Is that the other show you're going to talk about? That is the other about? show. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm trying to I was going to talk about I'm like, no, Ryan's going to talk about Jack Ryan. Um, the, um, I was actually Ferris. Um, Matthew Broderick. Matthew, yeah, he's in it. He's the principal of the school. Oh, okay. And, uh, and yeah, he's pretty, because they do some flashbacks and so you get to see him and he's like this, like, super politically correct, you know, everybody, you know, all these different, you know, you can't have peanuts in the school because there's like four kids that have peanut allergies. And so he's the, the principal and he's in it a bit. And so he's pretty good. So that's that one. And then the other one was uh, season two of Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan series came to net to, to Amazon this week. And I just actually just finished watching it before we came over here to record. And yeah, so I blew through that in like a day and a half. It's just, it's really good. Lots of action. It stars uh, John Krasinski. Is that how yes. you his name? Mm-hmm. From The Office and The Quiet Place. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. I enjoyed it. So it's a good, it's a good steady story. There's no real lulls. Like sometimes you get these series that it's just kind of like, so this is the filler episode, but no, everything, good steady pace keeps the story going. There's some good action in it. Uh, So if you're looking for, yeah, if you're looking for an action adventure type series, watch that. If you're looking for like a post-apocalyptic teenage funny kind of series, watch, watch uh, Daybreak. Okay. Jen, do you have enough voice left to go with the geek pick? Yeah. Um, I don't remember when it happened, but I finished Final Fantasy IX again. Did I already use this as a geek pick? How long has it been since so. I've been it's on It's been a while show? since you've been on. Okay. Um, so yeah, we hooked up the PS2, and I went and got a PS1 save thingy so that I could play Final Fantasy Memory IX. Card. That's the word. Um, <coughs> and uh, yeah, I played through Final Fantasy IX again, and I remember how much I really, really loved that Final Fantasy game. Uh, it's probably my second favorite after 12. Um, so yeah, I played through it and it was fun. Yeah. So my geek pick is go back and find an old game that you loved when you were younger and play it again. <laughs> Specifically Final Fantasy IX if you're like oh. me. Jump, Jumpman for the Commodore 64. Do you think I can play that still? You should probably find an emulator. You could probably find that on like your phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got two. One is Excalibur number one, mm. part of the new relaunch of X-Men books. Excalibur always had kind of a soft spot, spot in my heart because it was weird. Like at a, as far as the X-Men books go, mm-hmm. it was the one that like it kind of dealt with magic a little bit and time travel and alternate universes. And the Captain Britain Corps. Yeah. And this time there is more or less what X-Men on a boat, right? No, that's the Marauders. Oh, sorry. That's Marauders? Yeah. Okay. No, this is the... Never mind. So... Um, that uh, there is something going on in what they refer to as Otherworld, which is where all the it's where Avalon is from Camelot, like the the King Arthur stuff, and it's where the Captain Britain Corp is based out of. Okay, and there is a door to it on uh, Kratoa, the 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 no the mutant homeland. Yep, that they can't open. So it's really? them investigating it, and then some stuff goes on. But there's some interesting, like little nuggets of stuff that will be dealt with later on. You hope. Well, that that they will get to. So like, it, like it's really it's weird. It's some of the small moments in the book I really enjoy more than some of the bigger stuff. Like, um, so Betsy Braddock, who has been Psylocke for the last decade. Um, well, I guess she is twenty years. Well, in the Asian body, it was. Has it been twenty years? Uh, yeah, she was. It was pre. Um, 
X-Men number one in the uh, late yeah. 90s. So she has been separated from that Asian body and put back into the the English white girl that she was. And the the Asian assassin that she is also now a person again. And there there's this scene where like they run into each other at like the big party at the uh, on Kratoa that we oh, see. Oh, the, the, the big mutant orgy? Yeah. That we see, like, they run into each other, and it's an awkward moment, and it's one of those things that at some point they're, like, they basically, they have a, a thing in it that's, like, at some point this is, we're going to have to talk, because, yeah, you, you know, think? she spent, like, 20 years in this body, right? Yeah. And the, the and Captain Britain's in it, who I love, and there's some interesting stuff that goes on with now, that. Now, is Captain Britain a mutant? No. no, but his sister, who is the is Psylocke. Okay, so is. his sister is Psylocke. Yeah. Okay. And they and have a brother that I had completely forgotten And he was on about. Krakoa? Uh, Captain Britain was not, no. Okay. It, it all ties together. With well, I was just wondering, because I know yeah. the whole, you know, it's like who they're letting on and who they're not letting on the island. And, yeah. Because they've played, you know, the, the X-Men have put an invitation out to uh, Franklin Richards. Yeah. And they're doing a miniseries of that yeah. with uh, Chip Zarde- Zardeski's writing it. Yeah, that should be good. But the, yeah, I guess. Are humans they, not allowed on Krotoa? Not without permission. Yeah. Basically, if you're a mutant, you get to walk through the gate and you just get passage. With, with a couple a human, of exceptions, apparently. Possibly. I heard that Katie Pride can't go through the gates. Yes, and there there might be a reason for that. But really, so yeah. I didn't hear about that. So yeah, so it's um it's drawn by Marcus Toad and written by Teeny Howard, who I, I've come to really like as a writer. So it it was who are the mutants on this team and Excalibur? So so far, I know who it's going to end up being. Yeah, because there's a couple that aren't in this book that okay. I know end up. But it's going to be. Um, Psylocke, who's the new Captain Britain. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Richter from formerly of the New Mutants. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is on it? I'm trying to think now. Is Megan um, still around? She is. You see her at the start. I don't know if she's going to be featured in the book further. Um, Apocalypse is part of the team, mm-hmm. which okay. is very kind of interesting. And a couple others that they will add in. Oh, okay. But, it, but that's not the team that Kitty's on. No, no she's on the Marauders. She's on the Marauders. I saw something. Just I remember. I thought that was that book because I saw something this week where it looks like she's gotten tattooed, and it's got like she's got like tat, you know something tattooed across her knuckles. Oh, I haven't seen that. Wow. The the storyline for the Marauders seems really good too. You miss Rogan Gambit and Jubilee. Oh yeah, Rogan Gambit are in it. They're barely in the first issue though, so. Um, it, it's a it, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, Jubilee and Jubilee has a baby with her and stuff. It's, Is she still a vampire? No, and they they've there's like a whole bunch of reasons why she's not anymore. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much my pick this week. It was it was an interesting we read. I'm glad they kept it weird. While I was uh, cat sitting for you, I did read your issue of X Men number one that was sitting out, mm. which I read without having read any of the. House of X yeah. stuff. And it was interesting that that book just seems like the Summers family squabble book. So uh, far, yes. Because uh, every character in it, with the exception of Wolverine and Storm, are related to the Summers. Mm. But uh, yeah, it was interesting to try to figure out what was going on without having read um, House of X. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm curious to see how long this whole X Men thing goes, mm. like in, in its current form. But. 
So that was it for this episode. Uh, we will be back in two weeks with another full episode. There might be a mini episode here and there as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll explain that okay. off air. There's a tease for you, kids. Yeah. Um, beyond that, uh, we should also mention that now that his mouth is full of payday, um, Kevin is available as a Santa. Mm-hmm. If you are in the greater Barry area. I guess would be the best way of explaining it. Well, Simcoe it. County. Um, I'm North Simcoe Santa <laughs> on Facebook, and you can find me there if you wanted to if. book me. I will be at the Barry Public Library on November 16th. Yeah. So, and you will be at the Village Square Mall in Pentang on, on December 7th. December 7th. Nice. So, part part of that as well is that I'm, the, the other reason I'm mentioning this is not to just drum up business for Kevin, but there's a chance that uh, Kevin might be disappearing from the podcast for a little bit too. Just because you, you hopefully will have a very busy schedule, which a lot of it's going to be on weekends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it, 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 there might be a couple episodes where we rope in a guest host. Or it might be me and Ryan. Yeah, if you just do it on weekends, I'll be here. Yeah, that's true. We, we might be able to do a couple episodes with Jen here on on the Saturdays. Although Ryan's singing a romantic song, so I think he wants yeah. it to just be the two of you guys. Always. <laughs> we could just start another show. We could. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so for Kevin, Ryan, and the, the coughing Jen. Oh, God, I hope I feel better soon. It's been two weeks. Please feel better. This has been Brent, uh, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye. bye. Set your phasers to You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under, surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy